Namo Buddhaya. Welcome to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. I'm so glad that you're joining us now so we can spend time together as Kalyanamitta, good spiritual friends. Tell me, when it's time to wake up in the morning and your parents come in to get you, do you wake up right away? Or do they have to tell you a few times? Or maybe they even have to come in and give you a shake. Well, the Supreme Buddha understood that some people are very quick to get started and some people are a little bit slower. Today, we'll learn a great simile about how there are four different kinds of horses in the world and there are four different kinds of people that are like those horses. We'll also recite some meditation verses about mindfulness of death. So get your chanting book ready or click on the show notes link to follow along online or download a PDF. Now let's go for refuge and take the five precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sanghang saranang gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Dhatiyampi Buddhang Saranang Gachami Tatiampi dhammang saranang gachami Tatiampi sanghang saranang gachami Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of Abstaining from stealing. I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct. I observe the precept of 
abstaining from telling lies. I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem I observe these precepts for happiness in this life for rebirth in heaven to escape from the sufferings of sansara may it help me may it be a blessing sadhu 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 namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa Homage to the Blessed One, the Worthy One, the Supremely Enlightened One, Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Namo Buddhaya. I wanted to tell you about a very beautiful simile that the Supreme Buddha taught. Do you know that word simile? It's when the Supreme Buddha gives us an example from real life and applies that to an idea, a Dhamma idea. So, in this simile, the Supreme Buddha is going to tell us about four different kinds of horses. And then he's going to tell us how there are also four different kinds of people in the world that are similar in qualities to these four horses. The first type of horse, the Supreme Buddha said, this is a very good horse. He, his parents were very good horses, and his grandparents were very good horses. And he likes to do what his horse trainer wants him to do. So this horse, when his trainer comes into the stable, the place where the horse lives, as soon as the horse sees the shadow of the stick that the horse trainer uses on him, he feels like he wants to get started working. So, you know that when you train a horse, because a horse is very big, and because a horse doesn't understand English, you sometimes have to tap him with a stick. So, the horse trainer comes into the barn where the horse is, and this good horse, he doesn't even see the horse trainer. He doesn't even see the stick. All he sees is the shadow of the stick. And as soon as he sees that, he thinks, ah, now's my time to work. Now's my time to do whatever I'm told to do. So this is the first kind of good horse. That's a good horse, isn't it? It's very obedient. It, uh, as soon as it even sees a shadow of the stick, 
it knows it has to start working. So this is the first kind of horse. The second kind of horse is not moved by the shadow, but when the horse trainer comes and strokes the horse with that stick and the horse can feel it on his hairs. You know, horses are covered with hair. And as soon as this second horse feels the stick on his hair, then he wakes up and he thinks, ah, now it's time to work. Now I need to do whatever my trainer tells me to do. This is the second kind of horse. The third kind of horse, it's not awakened by the shadow, feeling the stick on the hair, doesn't matter to it. But when the horse trainer whacks the horse and the horse can feel the stick on his flesh, on his skin, that's when this horse straightens up and thinks, okay, now it's time to work. Now I have to be obedient. Now I have to do what my trainer tells me to do. This is the third kind of good horse. The fourth kind of good horse It's not moved by the shadow. It's not moved when it feels it on the hair. It's not moved when it feels the stick, even on its skin. But the horse trainer has to whack this horse, this fourth horse, very hard. So hard that the horse feels it in his bones. That, ah, now it's time to do something. And then when it feels that stick all all the way in its bones, then it thinks, okay, now I have to work hard. This is the fourth kind of horse. And they're all good horses. They're all good horses. But the first horse, very sensitive, isn't it? The last horse, not so sensitive. So the Supreme Buddha says that just like we can see these four kinds of horses, we can also see four different kinds of people in the world. The Supreme Buddha says, the first type of person hears about someone in another city far away, maybe even another country. They hear about this person who gets sick and passes away. They get sick and they die. When this first type of person hears that situation, right away this person thinks, ah, I'm like that too. I could die one day. I need to be very careful about the actions that I do. I need to work hard to do good things in my life so I won't regret it at the end of my life. Because just like that person in the other city died, I know that I can also die. So when this person hears about that, the first thing that they think, they're not afraid, they're not worried, they think, ah, now is my chance. I can work hard, I can follow the Supreme Buddha's teachings, I can keep the precepts, I can practice dhana, I can practice meditation, I can help my parents, I can help my friends, I can use every moment of my day to make sure that I'm doing something good, to help myself and to help other people. Why do they think that? Because they heard about this person far away, who passed away, who died. This is the first kind of person, and the Supreme Buddha said, this first type of person is like the first horse. Remember the first horse? What was it that got the horse moving? Just the shadow of the stick. As soon as the horse saw the shadow, didn't see the stick, just saw the shadow, that horse wanted to wake up and work hard. In the same way, 
this first type of person, they don't see a dead person for themselves. They just hear about it. It's like a shadow. They just hear about it. And when they hear, they want to work hard. They want to do good things. They want to give up doing bad things. This is the first type of person. The second type of person, they see for themselves a dead body. They Maybe they see a funeral procession or they see a funeral happening in their town. And when they see that, then they think, ah, this death, it can come to me as well. My life is not going to last forever. Maybe I'll live to be old. Maybe I won't. But in any case, I'm not going to live forever. This is what happens to people. It happened to that person that I saw. It will also happen to me. So right away, I should work hard and try and do good things. Now, the Supreme Buddha said this is like the second horse. Remember the second horse? When it felt the stick just on its hair, the tips of its hair, it decided, ah, now is the time for me to work. I have to follow the Supreme Buddha's instructions. This is the second type of horse. He wasn't woken up by the shadow, but when he felt it. In the same way, the second type of person, when they see someone who's died, they think, ah, now I know. It's going to happen to me too someday, so I need to work hard. The third type of person, they're not encouraged, they're not stirred up when they hear about someone or even when they see someone. It's only when someone in their family becomes sick, maybe their mother, maybe their father, maybe even their grandparents or an aunt or an uncle. When someone in their family gets sick, that's when they become very serious. That's when they think, ah, it even happens in my own family. Surely it's going to happen to me too. And this third type of person, they're not overwhelmed with sadness. They're not scared. Because they're a good person, because they're wise, their first thought is, how can I do something good? How can I use this human life that I have to do good things? How can I work hard to collect good merits into my life? How can I practice generosity? How can I practice meditation? How can I learn the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma? These are the things that this third type of person thinks about whenever someone in their family gets sick. The Supreme Buddha said, this is like that horse, when it feels the stick on its skin, then it wakes up and wants to work hard. Just like the third person who sees someone in their family getting sick and dying, that's when they start to work hard. And the fourth type of person, it's not when they hear about someone dying or see someone die or even someone in their family dies. It's when they themselves get sick and realize that their life is going to end. That good person, they don't get scared, they don't get upset, they don't get worried. They think, okay, now is my last chance. I need to do good things for as long as I'm alive. I need to keep the precepts. I need to practice generosity. I need to, I need to learn the Supreme Buddha's teachings, and I need to practice the Supreme Buddha's teachings. Why? Because they see that even their life is not going to last forever. 
and they see that because they themselves get sick. The Supreme Buddha said, this is like the fourth horse, who only starts to work hard when it can feel the stick beating all the way into its bones. That's just like the person who only starts working really hard when they themselves see that they're sick and they may not live forever. So, children, which type of horse do we like to be? If we can, we should try and be like this first horse. You know, sometimes we hear about people getting sick. We hear about people in other countries getting sick, maybe even people in our own country getting sick somewhere far away. We may hear that. Now, sometimes when people hear that, they start to get scared. But the Supreme Buddha said, that doesn't have to be a time for us to get scared. It can be a time for us to think, ah, this is what samsara is like. This is what happens when we're born in the human world. People get sick. I'm also going to get sick one day. Why don't I see what I can do to practice the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma, to do good actions, to develop my wisdom, to increase my knowledge of the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma? This is what we want to try and do. That way, when we hear about people getting sick, even when we hear about people dying, maybe even when our own family members pass away, we don't have to be scared. We can think, okay, I still have time to do good things. And then, when it comes to the end of our life, we can always look back happily and think, I spent my time well. I did good things when I could. So, may you remember the simile of these four different kinds of horses. Maybe even if you like, you could draw a picture of these four different kinds of horses and send it to us. We'd love to see that. So, please, keep these teachings in mind. Remember how we can think when we hear about someone getting sick somewhere, how we don't need to worry, how we can be happy and start brainstorming. What can I do? What good things can I do? How can I take advantage of this human life? And when we think this way, we will one day for ourselves experience the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya. Meditation Verses Maranasati, Mindfulness of Death Now we'll chant some ancient verses that can help us think wisely about death. You know, children, you may be afraid sometimes when you think about dying. That's normal. But we don't have to be. I know that all of you are collecting powerful merit into your lives, so thinking about death doesn't need to be a frightening thing. These verses help us think about death in a very wise way, just like the Supreme Buddha did, and just like he wants us to. So, turn to page 178 in your chanting book. Now let's chant together. Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse 
नमो तस् भगवतो अर्हतो सम्मा संबुद्धस् पवात दीपतुल्याय सायु संततियाखयं परूपमाय संपसं भावये मरनसतिं Life passes towards its end like the flame of a lamp goes out by the wind seeing how others die applying it to one's own life one should develop mindfulness of death महासंपत्ति Just as beings that once enjoyed Great prosperity are now dead even so one day i too will die death will indeed come to me uppattiya sahevedam maranang agatam sada maranattaya okasam vadhako viyesati Death has followed each and every birth therefore like an executioner death always seeks an opportunity to destroy my life isakangani vattang tang satatang gamanusukang जीवितुदयाधावती लाइफ विताउट स्टॉपिंग अ मोमेंट एवर कीप ऑन मूविंग रन्स ऑन टूवर्ड्स डेथ लाइक द सन दैट ट्रेवल्स टू सेट विदाउट स्टॉपिंग आफ्टर इट राइसेस विजुबुबुल उत्साव जलराजी परिखय घातकोवरिपूत सबत्तावारी दिस् लाइफ कम्स टू एन एंड लाइक अ स्ट्रीक ऑफ लाइटनिंग अ बबल ऑफ वॉटर अ ड्यूड्रॉप ऑन अ लीफ or a line drawn on water like an enemy death chases after one constantly death can never be avoided by any means swaya satham punyiddi buddhi buddhi jinadvayam घाते सिमरनंखिपं खातुमादिसके कता इफ डेथ कुड कम इन एन इंस्टेंट इवन टू सुप्रीम बुद्धस 
Pachek Buddhas and Arahants endowed with great glory, provas merit, supernormal powers and wisdom, what could be said of me? Pachayanancha Vekalya Bahirajhattu Paddava Maramorang Nimesapi Maramano Anukhananti Due to the change of supporting factors, constant injuries arising internally and externally. The life heads towards death, changing every instant. Death will come one in the twinkling of an eye. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. We're so happy that you were able to join us today. We hope that you learned something new. And we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. You know, when we come together with our Kalyanamitta, we get to think about really important things. And sometimes we have questions about the things that we've learned. If you ever have any questions, you shouldn't feel shy to ask your parents. And if they don't know the answer, then it's important that you ask the monks. We really love it when the kids ask us questions. Because when you ask Dhamma questions, we know for sure that you're thinking about important things. So, never feel shy to ask the monks questions. Today, we thought a lot about sickness and death. Sometimes it can be scary to think about these things. You may even hear people in the news talking about viruses and things like that. If you're worried, I want you to talk to your parents about it. They can help answer any questions that you have, and help you remember the things that the Supreme Buddha taught, so we can think about sickness and death wisely. Then we won't be so scared. Now let's share merits. Today, we've done many wholesome actions by body, speech, and mind. We've gone for refuge to the Triple Gem. You undertook the five precepts again that protect us in this life and future lives as well. We listened to a Dhamma sermon these four beautiful similes of the four different kinds of horses. We recited meditation verses and did mindfulness of death meditation. All these things are very great ways to collect good karma into our lives. And when we do that, we like others to rejoice in this merit. So, may all heavenly beings, may our teachers, our families, our friends, may they all rejoice in this merit. And may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo Buddhaya.